741 at DWS. Dave Gentry and uh, local attorney of some esteem, Steve Beckett. Steve, how are you today? I am fine, awaiting the rain. Yeah, we all are. I wanted to ask you, first thing, because you're uh, on record as being very involved with the University of Illinois, Urban Meyer at Ohio State. What do you think happened there? Well, I think uh, it was um, a good old boys situation where Urban uh, hoped to cover for his coach and hoped it would just go by and everybody could move along. Uh, But that's not where we are in society now. Uh, And when you get caught in the the cover-up, because I'm certainly he had nothing to do with the underlying yeah. allegations of domestic uh, violence or domestic ab- abuse, uh, but when you get caught in the cover-up, then obviously that puts you pretty bad and makes you pretty bad. And when you're the supposed leader of the program, then of course that makes it worse. So um, in other places, uh, one would wonder what would happen here yeah. if something like that happened, but. In other places where it's not, you aren't the big guy on campus, um, you wouldn't get the three-game suspension slap on the hand. Now, maybe suspended for a season, uh, in some places maybe even fired. Do you think uh, the fact that they had uh, just let Jim Trestle go a few years ago, do you think that factored into this at all? Well, of course, Um and, and Jim Trestle, I think he, that was like money and tattoos and yeah, players. I, you know, it, it was seemed kind of minor, right? Maybe. Right. It was it was rather innocuous too. Um, but then on the other hand, you know, Jim Trestle wasn't the winning success. He was good. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. And and I had I had respect for him, but he was good. Uh, but he wasn't Urban Meyer. And you know, for goodness sakes, that's. <laughs> You know, we have to keep, I'm sure that's the philosophy. Oh, no, we're going to lose Urban Meyer. Well, when when they announced that the board had already been in session about five hours and there was no end in sight, I thought, well, they must be figuring out a way to keep him. Well, because from my experience with the NCAA and college athletics, Uh et cetera, so much of it is how will this look? Yeah. You know, whatever we decide to do, how will it look? We can't just say we reprimanded him. We've got to do something. And so can we do it in a way that will hurt the team least? And so we'll do the non-conference games. Okay. Colin Bruce, what do you think happened there? Well, um, obviously I have a lot of of, uh, respect for our federal judges. I work with them uh, all the time. Um, I I would say... You know, turning it to our own experiences and with modern media. Um, you know, it used to be I'd get a letter in the mail and it would really tick me off or something would happen that I'd dash off this letter and then I'd stick it in my drawer and I'd wait seven days and then, <laughs> then I would look at Which it and is, say, do I really want to send this? That's good advice. And I think with the, the electronic, with texting electronic media that we have now, that it's so easy to put our thoughts down and hit that send and and make the mistake. And that's that's all this was, was a mistake. I, uh, I don't think there's any indication that, in fact, 
there was conduct to try to give one side an advantage over another. It's just almost like thinking out loud. And I have to go back. I tell a story on myself. So I was on the county board for 10 years, and every, everybody knows because of the history that I was bipartisan. I had good friends that I worked with in the other party. And one of these friends was all the way in the back corner, the way the county room boardroom was configured. And so some other county board member would be saying something in debate, and it would be something that I didn't particularly think had much merit. And I might send a text that goes, here we go again, you know, or something <laughs> like that to my friend yeah. who's in the, in the back row. Now, back then, the law was that that's just me. That's just personal records. But now everything is official sure. records. So everything's foyable and whatever. So you, 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 can't, you can't do that anymore. So we're human. We make mistakes. I think the problem uh, for federal judges is that we, we have them held at a very high level. Of, of esteem and we have an expectation for them and so when a mistake is made then it it carries more weight than perhaps it would make if you or I made the same mistake. Now Aaron Schock's attorneys at this point if they're trying this again they want to get that trial moved to Peoria do you think that'll work this time? Well um, it depends on who the judge is I'm, I'm certain that the the trial was in Urbana because the judge was in Urbana the trial right. would have been in Springfield if the judge had been in Springfield um, I haven't heard uh, who the judge uh, will be. You I know. saw something this morning. I don't have it in front of me, but I think well, they'd selected a judge from suburban Chicago. Okay, I see, I, I was going to say my, my prediction was that it would be an out-of-district judge. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, so it'll be moved there. I, I don't know that. Okay. I don't, you know, it could be. Uh, but also we have a concept in the law of forum nonconvenience which in essence says the forum where the trial should be should be a convenient forum for parties and witnesses. And, you know, a lot of the witnesses in that investigation are from the Peoria area. Okay. Judge Steigman. Um, that's uh, also, uh, I'd say similarly, it's, it's too bad. It's too bad. Um, long, distinguished uh, career. I think a mistake in judgment. Um, for uh, an activity really that is meant to um, help uh, help train lawyers. Uh, you know, we uh, all of us, I feel, as lawyers and judges too, have a commitment to the law to try to help uh, train lawyers. I know I do. Um, we just do it without getting paid. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the thing that sort of, you know, makes it uh, uh, perhaps uh, publicly unseemly. Uh, if... Uh, uh, if you did that for free, there would be absolutely yeah. no dispute. There would be no problem. Okay. Well, President Trump had a tough week. Rudy Giuliani is his spokesman. <laughs> if you were in his shoes, what would you advise him? Well, I, I would uh, – um, I'm having a tough time with this. You know, a lot of people have just shut down. They don't want, they don't want to pay don't attention want to anymore. But then when you have events like Tuesday, it sort of reminds you. And so, you know – I guess I look back and I hear the president talking about flipping and, you know, honest to God, he sounds like a mob boss. He does. He does. He sounds like a mob boss and he's got a consigliere. You know, I used to teach this in white collar crime, sure. the structure of organized crime, the structure of the family, demanding loyalty, having ca uh, capos and made men and, and associates. It it fits. This all fits. I could I could draw the chart on the blackboard for my students 
uh, and the enterprise could be uh, the Trump campaign. Uh, sadly, the enterprise could be the White House. I mean, it's that, it's that bad. And I, I realize people will be critical, particularly Trump supporters will be uh, critical of that analysis. Uh, but I see it. And I guess the, the other thing I'd say is, is that, that that person that you talked about who's a regular on Penny for Your Thoughts, uh, last time he was on, I listened to him, and he criticized the FBI and special counsel claiming that they had leaked. And I, I, in my observation, that's totally wrong. There are no leaks. I have nothing but the greatest respect for the FBI. And I found out that on Tuesday, that's how the special counsel talks. Yeah. He talks in court. He talks in results in court. And those results, I think, have significance for America. It's interesting to see what's going to happen next. Rudy right now is doing a tour of Scotland or somewhere where they interviewed I, him in his golf cart I yesterday. Saw, I saw him in his golf cart talking about how uh, impeachment would be horrible uh, for the country because the country's doing so well specifically and only because of Donald Trump. Do you think that uh, Rudy Giuliani has lost a few marbles in the last few years, or or, or is this all planned on his part? Uh, I, I don't think he's the person he was when he was the uh, district attorney for the Southern District of New York, or even the person that he was when he was Mr. Mayor. Um, he's, uh, he's living a life of expedience um, and, and money. Yeah. Paul Manafort, do you think the president's going to uh, pardon him after this next trial? Uh, I think it would be a I think it would be a big mistake for the president to pardon him. Um, if he pardons him, he has no protection f- for being a witness. He can't incriminate himself, so he's fair game, I think, for special counsel uh, to do whatever he needs to do. And of course, we have the New York investigations that the president has no power over. Um, it would be a equivalent of a Saturday night massacre to pardon him, uh, get rid of Jeff Sessions, try to appoint or end the special counsel's probe. That, that would be a huge mistake. All right. Steve Beckett, local attorney.